Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the No BS Pod with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. Daniela, how are you? I'm fabulous. I'm excited to recap these episodes because it's my first time watching All Star 6. I had a brain fart for a second. It's this how heat. are you? The heat is getting to you. <laughs> I'm great. If you guys want to hear about my drunk ass story time Ooh. and messy YouTuber drama, go ahead and check out the other episode. But um, yeah, in this episode, we're going to be recapping Real Houses of Beverly Hills, episode six of season 11 and All Stars six, episode one and two. If you... I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, yeah, uh, stay tuned. Hope you guys enjoy this. Hopefully the episode isn't like three hours long. And yeah, let's get started. So I'm going to be starting off with episode one of All-Stars 6. So it's time for All-Stars. Hashtag bring back my All-Stars. So we first have a curious Chanel Davenport walk in and she tells us that she's the sass, class, and all that ass. As we know, we saw her in season 11 top four. What was your first impressions of her? Fun. I was like, okay, I feel like I'm going to like her. That's it. <laughs> oh, there we have it. Doesn't then even we, realize she's in the rest of the episode. There we have Jiggly Caliente, and she comes in and she's like, you know, her thing in season four was may I call you Jiggly. As we know now, she's a out and proud trans woman, which we love to see that more representation yeah. in the world of drag on Drag Race. First thoughts on her? Um, I liked her. I was kind of rooting for Jiggly. I was. Mm. We're like a spoiler alert. She, <laughs> she, she goes also. <laughs> then we have Jan, which her name is slash was Jan Sport, but because of you know legal reasons, it's just I was gonna yeah, I was gonna ask because she comes in and she says yeah, you, she you comes in and she's like backpack, backpack, back again. <laughs> and as we saw, she was in season 12 and she kind of just came across as like way too eager. I kind of call her, I refer to her as like the Rachel Berry of drag. Like she's just Ooh. like, oh, I want to be famous. Like that kind of thing. Yes, yes. What did you think of her? No, I love that you just said Rachel Berry because I was like, wow, um, Jan, I, like I love her. She just it seems so overzealous. Like she just seems like exactly, yeah, she wants yeah. to be the star and everything when it's like you don't have star potential. no just kidding oh. she does have star potential we'll get into that later <laughs> then we have raja d o'hara and i'm just gonna say it we gotcha. stand topic yeah. she comes in and she talks about she's known for being spicy being a bad mm-hmm. bitch she she says i would i'm a bad bitch and i know i'm a bad bitch but on season 11 i was just a bitch um yes what did you think of her and that made me like her i was like oh so i hope you're a bitch this season because i was <laughs> bitches love that <laughs> Then we have Ginger Minge, who has been on like every season, it seems like. So she was top three in season seven. Then she was bottom four on All-Stars 2, which I think is bullshit. She was wrongfully eliminated on All-Stars 2, but she's known for comedy. She calls herself the Glamour Toad. Thoughts on her? Um, You know, this is going to sound so bad. I confused her for Nina West. Not Nina West. He was like, "Oh, is that the white girl, the white queen from the other one?" But then she said her name, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm terrible! I'm a terrible person." We love that. We love that. <laughs> then we have Yara Sofia. Yara has again, just like Ginger, was on a hundred seasons. She was top four, season three. I don't know what she placed on All Stars one, and she's kind of known for being cuckoo, loud, outspoken. She yeah. loves talking about how she's Puerto Rican. You know, we love the Latino representation. What did you like? Did you like her? 
Yeah, she reminded me of, um, and I love that they use that clip. Uh, she reminded me of the like the Latin superstar, the lady Chachi. Is that her name? And she was her in one of the clips. That was one of the. I'm blanking. She was. Oh my god! Yeah, it's Chachi, the lady with the guitar or Charo. Oh my god! Not Chachi, Charo. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm terrible. People are gonna she... drag you. People are like, oh, Chadro, not you not knowing. Now you're not knowing. And Chato's the one that goes, oi, 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 or something. Yeah. And and Yara Sofia was was her in one of the clips. Yeah. And I was like, is that Chato? I'm terrible. I'm like, I'm like, Chachi, Chachi Gonzalez, the dancer. Yara Sofia's pregnant? No. I love that. Let's let's move on. So then we have Silky Nutmeganaj. And she's just a big bitch. She's loud. She's outspoken. This bitch came out oh with fucking a huge cookie and some milk. I mean, only she would in her titties. In her titties. I loved it. And I was my first impression was who? Like, what kind of fucking name? That's crazy. I think that's the most out <laughs> there name that any of them have. And not even counting uh, the first one who walked in. What's her name? A curious Chanel Devin. Yeah, I was like. Silky nutmeg ganache, like what? <laughs> I think we have a stand. I think you kind of stand here. Um, but yeah, she made it to the top four of season eleven, so she has talent. Clearly, we'll see how she does this season. We then have Pandora Box. She was on season two, Miss Congeniality, and she was also on All Stars one. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm not a fan. I'm like, I don't know. Pandora is old. I hated to say it, but I was like, you can tell they're the oldest ones. I mean, it, they're, it's like, he's Them an old man, Yara so like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they're yeah. old. Like, season two and three? And plus yeah. you're white, so like, that doesn't help, you know? Oh, gee, yikes. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> then we have Scarlet Envy, and she comes in, and she's like, off to the races. Um, I say this in the most, like, complimentary way she's like delusional she kind of lives in her own world she's like she yes. doesn't even focus yeah. about you know she doesn't focus on her competitors she's just in her own world just mm-hmm. loving life and i love that i i kind of think i live my life that way um she was on season 11 what did you think about her um i liked her i told you she reminded me of somebody and you said lana del rey and i said oh actually yeah but that's not who i was thinking of um you probably never seen the show but have you guys ever seen it? if you guys have ever seen the show manifest and a lot of you have been getting in on it on Netflix, even though it's canceled now on NBC. So y'all got into it too late. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> um, there's an actress there and she plays the sister who was lost on the plane. She uh, Scarlet Envy looks like that actress. I wish I knew that lady's name, but I'm going to show you a picture, Louise. And you're we're going like, to go ahead and make sure that she puts a side-by-side picture on her Instagram account. So yeah. make sure you guys follow us at Nobia's Pod so you guys can check out and let us know if you agree or disagree. Yes, I'm going to put that because you guys are going to be like, oh shit. And I'm not saying this in a mean way, Luis. Like, I genuinely think they have the same bone structure. They could be um, related or something. I mean, I don't see it, but I'll just, I'll go. Really? <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say, sure. Do you not see the picture? Or... I can see it. Just, I. I felt like Scarlet Envy looked like her. The actress's name is Melissa Roxburgh. So I'm just saying they looked alike. If she didn't have makeup on, you would be like, Scarlet Envy? They have the same bone structure. They have the same hair. Anyway. We'll we'll see. We'll see about that. (laughs) Then we have Serena Chacha. She comes in. I hate to say it, but she's kind of known for being cringy. People, like, love to hate on her. She comes from season five. I mean, what did you think of her? 
she was another older queen. I was like, season five, didn't we just pass season 13? Y'all digging in the archives for these queens. Oh, I mean, <laughs> hey, there's room for everyone. There is, yes. We then have Kylie Sonique Love. Most people know her as Sonique. Another trans woman on the show. We love that they're being more inclusive. You know, it's not just about men. Hopefully, we'll eventually have... Drag kings. Drag kings. We'll have women on here. Like, we want all of it. Give it to us all. But um, Kylie comes in, and she's known for her dance tricks. Um, It's funny, because the clip... When they showed her elimination, they showed Lisa Rinna and Larry was like, ill. she was on the show. I was like, yeah, she was a guest judge. But um, what did, did you like her outfit? What did you think of her outfit? What did you think of her? Yeah, I liked, I first impression was I was like, um, I didn't think much of her. But then later on, when they all perform at the elimination, um, I was like, oh, okay, I like Kylie. I like Kylie Sony Cliff. But they didn't make a first impression. Like I wouldn't have remembered them. Yeah, she's really like, soft-spoken i think yeah. she's gonna need to amp it up like this is all stars come on you gotta give yeah. it to us give it to us yes, yes, yes. we then have trinity k bonane trinity k bonay who <laughs> is known as one of the best lip syncers she's known as a lip, lip sync assassin i'm drunk i can't talk guys um but she's also kind of known for having self-doubt on her season in season six which i'm telling you when you got the chance go watch it because that's the best season of any drag race uh whatever um yeah did you would what did you get from her? What vibes did you get? Her outfit, the way she was, first episode, second episode. What did you think? Serena and Cha- Serena and Chasha. Serena <laughs> and Trinity, both. Um, I remembered them. And then for some reason, I forgot. So then at the end of the episode, spoiler alert, when they're both up for elimination, I was like, who? Who's up for elimination? You're are like, wait, you people? guys are contestants on the show? There's just so many of them that I can't. And their names, especially Silky could not. You like are hung like, up I on guess. this name. I'm not sure if you love it or hate it. I can't tell. To me, it's just funny to me. Like, it's just so many of them that it takes me a while to process. And especially because I've never seen it. That I'm like, who? What? Yeah, all like, half the time you're probably like, uh, yeah, I like them. And you don't even know what I'm talking about. But um, and that's the thing. Uh, usually on an all-star season, there's 10 queens, I believe. And there's a lot more this time. And then right? this one, there's 13. So that's like two yeah. more episodes. So we're in for a ride. Ooh. Last but not least, we have Eureka O'Hara. Season nine, she hurt her knee. Season 10, she made top three. She's known for being loud, obnoxious, out there. You know, I love that. Reminds me of someone, but I can't think of who. Um, <laughs> myself, in case you guys didn't catch that joke. Uh, thoughts on her? Um, Eureka, I can't place her. <gasps> She's the big white bitch. She had a case. another big white thing. bitch. Like, there's two of them. Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well there's that moving right along rue walks in and he tells them that you know welcome back to all stars it's a rumocracy the voting slash lip sync assassin <laughs> is back and it's a game within a game so i mean i know what the t is but we'll just have to wait till that episode <laughs> comes where the t comes in because apparently there's some kind of plot twist you know these qu- eliminated queens could possibly come back okay. i don't know we'll have to wait until we love when that happens. We get a Zoom call and it's Miss Piggy. People on Twitter were like, it's funny how they did a Zoom call for Miss Piggy as if she can't come in the studio because she's going to catch COVID. They were like, wait, why didn't we have her like on set? I don't know. People, <laughs> people are stupid. Mini challenge is the reading challenge. The library is open and Ginger Minge wins. Do you agree with this? Do you disagree? Can you even remember any of the reads? No. The only one I can remember is oh, fuck. not Trinity. 
Who is the other one? Who is the first one that walked in? Akiria, the one yes. in all gold. Yes. Oh, yes, Akiria, because of her all gold outfit and that really nice wig. I really like the wig. Thank you. I need to make notes for All Star Six so that I can remember their looks and I can remember what they were wearing in each like um, runway or something if they do runways. Because I honestly, the library one made me laugh because since they all know it, well, not all know each other, but like since they all know who each other, like yeah. who they are, it's funny as opposed to the uh, season 13 where it was kind of like, wah, wah, like you can. <laughs> You guys have barely yeah, it, spent like a week together. Yeah, it was like nah. Y'all filmed the season in like two freaking exactly. Weeks, so, but and especially because there's a lot of season eleven queens. I noticed. Yeah, so, so I we was have like, four bitches oh, from season eleven. So I think alliance is right. It's a built-in alliance. They're not going to eliminate yeah. each other, but we'll have to see how how it goes down. Raja talks about how it's all about representing people. So we have mm-hmm. people of color. We have trans women. We have full figured, a body positive, yeah. and she says. But most of all, we have talent, talent, talent. Yes. Just from the first two episodes, who is standing out to you? Who can you remember? Let's be honest, because it's hard. You know, there's 13 bitches. Raja, Raja, Yara Sophia, and Kylie Sonic Love. But Kylie Sonic Love only because I really liked her variety performance. But I can't really remember her blue, her blue ball, her blue ball looks. There anyway. you go. She needs to step it up. I'm telling you the personality. But Raja and Yara Sophia. Raja specifically. I was reading for her. And then when I asked you who you were reading for, and you said Raja. And I was like, oh my God. The same it way. Just, like, it just it clicked. Um, <laughs> so as we know, first episode of All-Stars is always a talent show. Well, they did the All-Stars too. They called it a talent show. And then they called it a okay. variety show because I'm like, because are these talents? Because some of these things are questionable. We'll get into that right now. But uh, no. Eureka says she's going to sing. Kylie says she's going to sing and Trinity's going to do stand up, which immediately when she says that all the rest, all the rest of the girls are like, uh, are you sure that's the best route? Because as we've seen in seasons past comedy, when you do it the first episode, you go home exactly. and spoiler, she was almost going to be sent home. Let's dive right in. Overall, I know there's a lot of bitches whose talent or whose variety show act did you did stand out? Like, who do you remember? Raja, because of the fucking sewing um i like kylie's and you know what was eureka the one who sang that really in the really white dress yeah and they the were projecting like, yeah the projector thing yeah i liked eureka's too then okay the one for sure and i was like yeah they gonna be at the bottom serena and trinity just because trinity like immediately when she came out and she was like saying the jokes and i was like i don't understand but people who are in the room might understand maybe i don't know Nobody, I was like, okay, you're getting crickets. I'm very scared for you. I'm cringing. I had to skip. I was like, oh my God, I just need to see if somebody at least laughs. Nobody laughed and it felt so bad. And I was kind of like, ends the episode right there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but let's quickly go over them. So Jan starts off and she sings. I hate to say it, but her singing is controversial. A lot of people like it. I'm not a huge fan of it. Honestly, I feel like half the time she's just screaming. She's just loud. She's just like projecting and I don't know. What did you think oh of it? God, you know what? Rosé reminds me of Jan. When, well, right when the, you said... They're in the, so they're they're in the group Stephanie's Child. So Jan, there you go. Oh. You make the connection. They're like best. Okay. Friends. Yeah, I was like, wow. Why does their singing style kind of remind me of Rosé's? Like where they have to kind of be like, like I am the star. You know, like... So <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, interesting. Don't think you guys are going to be on the radio. I know Rosé's. 
Oh, well, there you go. See, it's a popular opinion with their singing. But hey, do you, do you. We then have Pandora Box and she comes out and she lip syncs. And it's more okay. of a comedy style. Okay. You know, we have the the silly string coming out of her titties. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan. My siblings liked it. Did you like it? Um, now that you said she lip synced, I was kind of like, oh, okay. I was like, are some of them lip syncing? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was like, like a they're all singing. I was like, they're all singing. The only reason I remember um, Trinity with her stand-up is because it wasn't singing. Raja with the sewing because it wasn't singing. Like, everybody was singing. Or well, is a lot of them were lip-syncing. Lip-syncing, yeah. So, so I was like, that's a talent? After, <laughs> I mean, do you want to get on stage and do it? <laughs> we then have Jiggly, and I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. She should have been in the bottom. She comes out lip-sync to her song. It was simple, super basic, nothing special. Yeah. Even the dance moves she was doing, it was kind of yeah. like, Anyone who's danced on stage knows that you have to project and you got to, you know, be big and bold. And yeah. hers was just not it. I don't know. What did you think of it? I told you, I knew, I, well, I liked Jiggly. Like, I liked their aura and everything. I was just like, mm-hmm. Jiggly, their drag just seems very outdated. It seems like they, this is not something that they've dedicated, even though they they were on there a long time ago. Like, it doesn't seem like, like they're with the times. Like, yeah. I just felt bad. So like, couldn't yeah. agree more. Then we have Kylie and she does this jazz inspired kind of like jazzy feel song. Yeah. I think the aesthetic was great. Like the lights. I think it was a nice dress. It was good, but it was nothing like yeah. extraordinary. Um, Who said that comment? Like you need to throw cheeseburgers. At her. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, I was uh, like how are you yeah. going to take that comment? But hey, it is. I was like, yikes. <laughs> then we have Raja and I think I don't know the judging was questionable I think I think Raja should have won Raja came out and made a dress in one minute I thought it was iconic yeah. I loved it it was great and modeled it so suck on that <laughs> exactly we then have Akira she lip synced I didn't understand one thing she was saying she kept doing like reveals but it wasn't yeah. really going anywhere and you can say I'm delusional but am I the only one who thinks that she looks like Meg the Stallion yeah i'm like you can say i'm full of shit if i'm full of shit i think they kind of look like then we have your favorite act we have the stand-up comedy she was studying (laughs) trinity didn't know which like she was making references to the joke she made on season six her original season but it was like no no one was laughing the uh, uh, the um i'm like her i'm stuttering the judges were just cringing and it wasn't that great yeah Eureka lip synced I think I couldn't tell with her if she was singing but she dedicated a song to her mother who passed and it was it was like a special moment I liked it it was good it would have been nice if we saw more of it do you get me because I was like um are we supposed to know that she's dedicating the song to like at, in that moment like are we supposed to yeah. know that dedicating yeah. that song? I feel like so it would be nice to hear before do she me? did kind of mention it in the workroom but like but like the judges say, are not aware of it and exactly like, so i was like um can we get like an intro like can we get <laughs> can we get like the full clip no just kidding <laughs> that's terrible um then we have scarlet and her talent or her act is blowing bubbles and doing closed reveals i feel like this is also another fun one because it was just so yeah. stupid and it was like camp in my opinion i don't know what did you think of it it was I'm telling you, I was like, y'all trying to get to the top with these 
And I'm very much confused. Are we just not bringing our all right now? Because you were you like, I thought this was all stars. I thought this was the best of the best. Like, what is this? <laughs> I like the it. Right out of my mouth. <laughs> we have Silky, and she played the piano and sang. I think she played the piano better than she sang. Okay, yes, it was kind of. It was giving me this little light of mine. Yeah. It was like, no, yeah. come on, no. <laughs> Serena Chacha danced and lip synced to her original song. And do you understand why I now say that people think of her as cringe? Yeah. Like, I was very much like, are you trying to win with that? Because I would not choose you as the winner. I don't know who saw you do that performance and they said that you were good because they lied to you. And, and yeah. <laughs> you need to do that. No, she- Ginger Minj is next, and she again, just like everyone else, lip sync to her gummy bear song. For some reason, I don't know, I was laughing at this performance. I told my siblings, Something about her movements, because, like, I didn't realize that they're a tiny man. Yeah. Like, the way they were moving their arms, like, up and down. I was like, is this, like, the lollipop guild from, like, the Wizard of Oz? Like, what is this? um, Is this uh, the (laughs) Exactly. Like, it was just something that was, like, comedic about it. I don't know. Maybe that was just me. And last but not least, we have Yara Sofia. Oh, my God. Lip synced and shook her fake tits. Her breastplate, she was like punching them and yes. hitting them. I don't know I what like, I was watching. I was like, is this drag race or is this like soft porn? What is happening <laughs> right now? Is that like her? Is that like her? her that's that's like, not a thing. Like her signature. No, that's not a thing. Like the big tits are not the signature thing. Not for I her. Like, I was like, what? Like, is this a signature move? Is this a signature? I think she just did it because she knew that Rue was gonna laugh. And anyone who watches Drag Race knows that you'll do well if you make Rue laugh. Um, but yeah, I don't see how that was yeah. a talent. So some of the queens, I didn't write them down. Half of the queens are declared safe, and the rest of them are left on stage to get critiques. Yaro Sofia wins the episode. We have our save queens, Silky and Raja and Pandora. And in our bottom two, we have Trinity Cabonet and Serena. Do you agree with this? Yes. I would have changed Jiggly for one of them, but. Or I think you could add a Jiggly and just made it a bottom three. <laughs> bottom three, T. Now you guys have to vote someone off the island. Exactly. Vote. <laughs> Time for voting. So the girls vote in the during Untucked. We see them talk to them. The bottom two. What did you think of their conversation? Did you have a feel of which way Yada was going to go or like the way the girls are going to vote or was it just like up in the air? I kind of, no, I kind of thought Yara would go for, like um, would keep Serena. Like I knew she wasn't going to keep. Serena. I feel like Yara was Logie Yara thinking, was so no bitch. Like I got to stick. I got to keep my Latina sister here. Like, let's be honest. I feel like that was something that crossed her mind. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought, too. So they finally go back on stage, and the lip sync assassin is revealed. It's none other than Coco Montrees, who was also on season five and All Stars <laughs> 2. So their lip sync song is Uptown Funk, which I'm sorry. This is what? a random ass choice of song. Like, what the fuck was this? Yeah, I was like, um, are they singing Uptown Funk? Because who? Like, I would have given them something different, something more like. I would have done like a diva or something. I don't know. They're dumb. Exactly. And Who's freaking the fucking, the fucking it's funny song? because people, so it's kind of known that Coco, like her, her drag started off by impersonating Janet Jackson. So we had yeah. her episode one, Bruno Mars song, and then episode two, 
we get a Janet Jackson song. So we were like, production is so messy, so shady, stupid. stupid. But anyways, they do the lip sync. Who did you think? Do you think? Oh, let's just say it. Coco wins. Did you yeah. agree with it? Yes. I felt like Yara, I was like, okay, yeah, you win your challenge, but you're not giving me anything in the lip sync. And I was like, Coco might just take your spot right now. <laughs> like, I think the oh, twist is going to be. How iconic would that be? They're like, Yara, we know you won the challenge, but you're just not giving it. Coco, you're in the competition. Let's the go. The twist is actually the lip sync assassin can stay and you have to leave. Like that would be that would be great. That's a perfect like casting choice. That's a good direction. Right? Um, because Coco, spoiler alert, if, I don't know if you're ever gonna go back and watch it. Coco okay. went home first on All Stars two, so oh, like, I maybe she could have redeemed herself in this season. I don't know. True. Yeah, Coco wins and she reveals the lipstick. So the group has decided to send Serena Chacha home. Do you agree with this? No, I felt like I would have kept Trinity. I'm sorry, but like her look was not it during the- You would have sent I, home Trinity? I mean, sent home Trinity, yeah. Like her look was just not it. Even though Serena's look wasn't it either, but I would have sent home Trinity. I felt like Trinity was very much more forgettable as opposed to Serena who like, I just, I don't know. I would have sent home Trinity. <laughs> but Tr- Trinity probably had more friends. Or made more connections. Probably. I'm telling you, it's kind of like a unspoken thing where people love to hate on Serena because she's like cringy. Yeah, which is exactly. sad if you think about it. That's so messed up. Like y'all are all drag queens. What, what happened to You're everybody who they love? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> there you go. But um, so we see her sashay away. And, you know, the dumb one hour later, we see her packing up. And then she gets a Rue mail. And Rue's like, it's not over. It's a game within a game. You know, these cryptic messages that are always annoying. And Serena's not even looking in the right direction. <laughs> Did you notice? <laughs> Again, power of editing. It's funny because whenever they do these, like, because they've done this in All Stars 3, 2, where it's like, it's not over. You can still come back. Yeah. I always wonder, like, is that video that's playing even there? Or is it a producer just telling them? Exactly. I'm like, there's, um, a, like, they're probably just looking at a green screen. Like, they're probably just looking at like they're not listening to Rue. Yeah, Rue's not actually not there. Looking. The video's not there. She wasn't looking that way. I don't know if you noticed that. She but was, I was like, like looking to the <laughs> side, looking to the left, to the right, and she's like, "I'm ready, bitch. I'll paint again." Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's first episode, one and done. Overall, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I liked it. It was much more fast paced. I like that someone actually went home, even though obviously the twist might be that nobody that one of them gets to come back. But I was like, perfect. Someone's going to go home. I kind of got scared the second one. Or no, I kind of did get scared that Rue was going to be like, Trinity, wait, or Serena, wait. <laughs> actually, you can't like, I don't know. I'm, I'm um, traumatized. <laughs> I'm traumatized from season i'm telling you maybe we didn't start you off on a good season because season 13 feels like it lasted a year it It did oh my god and now two queens are gone and all stars and i was like perfect like this was not the same in season 13 they were not going home and i was like trying to keep them and already exactly but um, hopefully you guys enjoyed our recap of that. I know it's kind of, it's difficult. Energy might be a little bit low, but stay with us. Stay with us, folks, as Ms. Pryor would say. Um, let's transition over before we go to episode two of All Stars. Let's go to our favorite white bitches over here in Beverly Hills. 
queens. So the episode starts off. Erica walks in. We now have the dramatic entrance. <gasps> comes in, shuts the door. And you can tell that everyone's kind of on eggshells. Eggshells. Mm-hmm. And she starts off by being like, so what's going on, guys? And I'm oh, like, God. really? Like, are you one to say this, that? Like, what did you think of that? This moment was so produced. I was like, you, like, I'm sorry. You're so produced. It's so funny. Like, your entire um presence right now is so produced like the fact that you're just like hi everyone what's everybody doing like bitch you know everybody was talking about your divorce before you walked in so shut the fuck up just <laughs> exactly shut the fuck up. so they transition over to the kitchen and then they start to mock ourselves i mean sutton oh i'm putting them they're they're Ooh. one they're the same person they start talking about <laughs> sutton person. style her house whatever it's all lovely kyle brings up the Dorit. i've noticed this i don't know if she always does this but kyle this season these past couple episodes has been bringing something up and be like let's talk about this but what about this so she brings up her and dorit's beef and garcelle says well we're gonna need to get a timer because you know she's long-winded and she talks a lot which is shady but it's true you know dorit loves to talk um and then they make it a thing to point out that kathy is shorthand she's only about shorthand when she speaks and then she does her kyle does an impression of her did you did you think this was funny because my siblings were dying and i was like am i not getting it what i don't know um yeah I thought it was funny it wasn't like I'm gonna laugh like Rena funny because I was like oh shit but I was also like does Kathy find this funny does Kathy even like Kyle is my question like I hate to say it but sometimes I'm like Kathy do you even like Kyle because sometimes it doesn't seem like you do and that moment right there where she was just like what are you doing and she was like Kathy that's how you talk I Kyle just needs to be the center of attention which is so funny to me like she needs to impersonate her sister so people like her which I'm the same way, but I'm yeah, like, I... Kyle, you're such an attention seeker. I love it, but tell it down. <laughs> yeah, they, oh then they talk about, they kind of keep talking about her. And I thought it was super weird. Like, she's like, oh yeah, I have to, I kind of like to allude to things instead of saying it. I made it, she, they show an example of her talking. She's like, I made it very clear to the powers that be. You never know who's listening. I thought it was super weird. I don't know what she was talking about. I'm like, is she talking about production? Like, I didn't get it. I was lost. I was like, I don't know. You guys hyper up too much on social media. And I'm like, am I the only one confused sometimes? Like, by what the fuck she's talking about? She's, I don't know. She's nice. I like her, but she's not as like, she's not like a star to me. I'm just a hater. I mean, hey, same. Erica starts talking about buying a new car. And then she addresses her divorce. She's like, all right, let's talk about the elephant in the room. She talks about how she had to let go of her house, her marriage, her Lamborghini. And she basically says that it was the best choice for her. It was the best like option. Like she she had to do it. She was unhappy. And she tells him that she didn't really tell him because she didn't want to give him any info that to, that they had to hold on to or like keep secret, yeah. which is super shady. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, um, Miss Ma'am, you're sounding very like you're just giving the lawyers who are suing your husband like ammo, like. You didn't want to give them information that they had to hold out. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Exactly. You couldn't know about your divorce? Like, why? Shut the fuck up. Because you weren't going to get divorced. She goes on to say that she feels like she couldn't She couldn't really speak up. She couldn't open up. And she said that she didn't see it like this. She This was not how life was supposed to be. She was going to hold her hold his hand till he died, which is kind of morbid. I don't know. Am I being dramatic? Like, <laughs> calm down, Erica. You're being dramatic. Like, relax. <laughs> He's like... 30 years older than her yeah girl you better hold his hand till he dies like come um, on. 
We then see Kyle and Jury have their conversation. Kyle doesn't want it happening again. Jury's kind of over it. I thought it was funny and super shady how Jory was like, I'm glad Kyle has taken a deep breath and calmed down a little bit. Like, you're being bitchy. Literally. Like, you know what you're doing. Come on now. <laughs> After they have their conversation, Dory brings up Sutton and Crystal. And Dory is obviously taking Crystal's side. She's like, no, she told me this, that, and the other. And then we see a clip of what Crystal told her. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to call it out. You guys can drag me. In my opinion, Crystal is a fake bitch. And I'm saying it. Like, what did you think of the little flashback that they had? Yeah, um, that one. And then later on, which when you get there, I'll give my opinion. But I was kind of like, Crystal... I don't know why you have to make it like it's very much sometimes I'm like are we not watching the same show like we all know what happened so I don't know why we're all just taking Crystal's word for it like we all saw what happened so I don't know Crystal's just not I can totally like I love the fact that she's a rich bitch that's great I love that um and she's richer than these other bitches so that's even better (laughs) um I just don't like and I can even appreciate that she's a snobby person because I like snobby people. It's just when you're snobby to other people with no reason. I don't know. I was just nine. I was like, whatever. You're just going to milk it till, till you're just going to milk it because you want to look like the victim. So it's okay. It's okay, <laughs> queen. I respect that. You want the second season. That's okay. <laughs> we then move on to Garcelle and she meets with, I wrote matchmaker, but what, who is she? Who is this lady? Uh, she's a dating coach so she's gonna introduce her to matchmakers so that the matchmakers can introduce men. and i was kind of like at what age is it okay for me to like at what age is it okay for me is it acceptable for me to look for a dating coach to introduce me to matchmakers to introduce me i mean i don't think it's ever too early if you want to go out (laughs) and find a man woman whomever go do it (laughs) would you get a dating coach i mean i'm not gonna talk about that uh (laughs) We then move on to, you know, Garcelle. She's talking to her matchmaker coach, whoever, therapist, lady. And she's writing down notes. She's like, I want someone who's kind, loving, loyal, sweet, sexy, monogamous. And then she ends it with not too big. And what, like, I don't even know how to, like, how do I move on from that? Like, what did you say? There is such thing as too big a diamond. Would it be totally inappropriate if I asked you to you what is too big? I don't have anything to compare it to. Right. Okay. We'll just right, move on from right. that. We see Garcelle kind of, it's funny because she goes from that moment to then she becomes vulnerable and she's kind of like crying. Yeah. And she basically talks about how it's hard for her to give up the power and like allow someone in her life to basically hold her down, like hold it down with her, have her back. Because all she's really known is, you know, the horrible marriage. I mean, I don't want to say horrible, but, you know, we saw how that marriage ended. Yeah, um, yeah. And she's like, I feel like guys would appreciate it more if I was needy, if I kind of was more dependent on them. And it was it was sweet to see her, like, be vulnerable because it's true. Like, I can only imagine her being black, being a boss, being, like, powerful and, like, having to date. Like, it's hard for her. So, yeah. I, I like, this just made me, like, her even more. She's an alpha female. So it's like, she's, it's probably hard for her because she just likes to make sure people, she likes to be in control, but at the same time, it's like, she's okay if people take the reins, but I, I don't think maybe the men she sought out 
are that way. Like they want to be in control from the beginning. It's like, um, Garcelle's a boss ass bitch. She doesn't need to settle for anybody. And I feel like the men who she's probably had in her life have told her, no, you need to settle. And she's like, no, fuck off. You know? Yeah, so probably. I mean, hopefully we see her find love. Hopefully, maybe. We then see Erica and her new plays. Thoughts right away. What did you think of her new house? Um, no comment. No, just I was very well, I'm a, like, ooh. She's in a three-bed, two uh bathroom house. It kind of looks small. The the way it's structured, it kind of looks I don't know. It was I wasn't like dying over it. It was all right, whatever. She talks about the incident where she was late for for dinner one time with Tom and his workers, his co-workers, I believe. And I guess traffic was a problem. And one of his fellow colleagues or something made a comment like, if you can, um, he said, oh, if you were married to a better man or something, like traffic wouldn't be a problem. And then Tom re- retaliated by saying, if you think you can afford it, then you can have her. And that moment, I guess, to Erica stood out to her and it really struck her like negatively. I was telling you off air to me, it seems like it's bullshit. I feel like Tom said it in a joking manner, but I guess she's entitled to her opinions, how she feels. Mm. whatever. Her divorce to me is bullshit. I'm not believing anything she's saying, like everything that she's saying where she's like, no, I feel trapped. Blah, blah. I don't believe it. I really, can I believe she married this man for money? Yeah, I can. But, and do I feel like he probably saw something in her too? Like, oh yeah, of course. She's not somebody who's going to like, she's she's totally marrying me for my money but to me it seems like a mutual like it was like more of a business relationship and now that they're divorcing it still seems like a business relationship like there's a reason they're divorcing and I know she's trying to make it seem I didn't tell him that I was divorcing no bitch something shady going on there and it has to do with the legal shit that's going on exactly it's just I was like I don't believe anything you're saying I just don't I don't believe can I believe that he actually did say that yeah and I believe that he said it in a joking manner, but, and I can even believe if he said it in like a malicious way. I believe that too, because rich men are like that. But I was like, you can't tell, like, bitch, you swear, like you, that moment, that comment, like you stayed in that marriage. Oh, he was, calm down, girl. And I even like, I have to think back and I have to like, I'm trying to think like, do we even believe that they were married for love? I feel like she loved the money and he just like the companionship, like exactly like he's an old man i mean he wants to be around someone who like i don't know exactly it's not horrible to to say yeah i hate to break it to you but you're when she was on dancing with the stars and she talked about how she'd been doing this since she was 18 like trying to be a pop star i was like you would not be as rich as well off if you had not had tom and i know you she said that before like she's like i wouldn't have this if it wasn't for him but there's just something shady the way she's trying to make it seem like no 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 like I really did love him and it was my decision I was trapped no girl mm -mm. because anytime we've seen him on camera or anytime you've talked about I don't know it's just nothing's the dots are not adding up no matter what (laughs) anybody on social media says exactly we then see Sutton and Kyle and they're out for a mammogram and Kyle took her because she's never had one ladies if I my listeners we, I think our, our, we're more popular in the 23 to 27 age range. So this might not apply to you. But when you get to that age, I know it's scary because you're like, oh, I don't want to find out if it's, you know, it's better not to know. But I mean, go out. You need to check your health. You need to yeah. get tested for things. You, come on. Be on top of it, guys. Jeez. It's better to know than not know. Jeez. But um, 
the doctors tell her that everything's fine it's all good and of course kyle it's like i don't think kyle, i like maybe i'm just seeing it i'm seeing her in a wrong light but kyle always seems to like throw saw on the like wound like throw fucking like just dirt in your eyes like yeah she already knew like <laughs> Sutton was feeling like uncomfortable and like was uneasy yes so she's like let me just add more to it i guess Sutton gave her the green light she said when it rains it pours so whatever so kyle brings up crystal and their beef and she tells her hey dorit told me that you know crystal's been talking about it like it's messy she feels like you violated her privacy whatever and i can tell Sutton is livid she's upset it's funny that uh, so she says um she's doing the most it's blowing out of proportion and apparently crystal told her i don't want the rest of the girls talking about it but that's exactly what she ends up doing this part triggered me i don't like crystal quickly what do you think about that yeah i was blown out of proportion i feel I feel bad for both. Like, Crystal, it's like, okay, maybe Sutton did have a camera crew behind her, so anything could have happened. You swear, like, the camera crew was going to, like, do, like, um, show that? Like, if it's not without your consent, like, they're going to, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Sutton didn't go in there maliciously, like, with the camera crew, like, follow me, follow me. She's naked in there. Like, she didn't know you were naked in there. She knocked on your door. What is your issue? Knocked on your door, called out your name. Uh, crystal you could have easily said don't come in she's really fighting for that diamond for next season i'm telling you i just i can't we see lisa and erica hang out they get their drinks whatever they're talking about written beauty you know then want to be kardashian i was like who's buying this shit who's buying her nobody (laughs) i'm not and i don't know who the fuck is oh gosh (laughs) Erica then says that she gave it all in her marriage and that she he basically left her no choice. She had to do it. We then see like these flashbacks of Tom basically being what I put in quote charge him yeah. kind of taking the reins. What did you did that make you feel some type of way or like what did, how did you feel when you watch that? <laughs> Can I say something? I don't remember that scene. I don't remember that scene that they showed that the producers showed and they and he was like don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. I could have sworn that when he told Lisa not to interrupt him it was like they were all like laughing like they were all like oh like there was never I don't know I think it's just funny like all of a sudden all of a sudden they're showing him in this I was like no you guys like, have you, never you think producers on Erica's side is what you're saying they're trying to paint him out to be well a I don't want to say that they're on her side because they've been showing a lot of shit from her side where it's like with her fucking million dollar shoes so oh I'm not saying that they're on her side, but I was like, y'all really like, is this cut together? Because I do not remember the specific scene. Maybe I need to go back, but maybe, maybe, but we see them talk and she says that the day she did it, she drove him to work. She told him she loved him and he just said, thanks, hun. And it, like I told you before, it just seems very woe is me. And I, I watched the episode twice. The second time I watched it, when I was taking my notes, I made sure to write it down. She ends the conversation with Lisa by saying he's got some real challenges ahead of him. And I'm like, bitch, are you aware of what's going to happen? Like, did you know this whole legal trouble was going to go down? Like, what is she trying to allude to? You know what? I'm just not thinking about it two ways. Either he told her, let's divorce so our assets are protected. Or the FBI or whoever the fuck was going to get him told her, like, tipped her off. Do you get me? Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's just like 20 years of marriage, bitch. 20 years of marriage with this old ass man who's like literally on death's door. You really like, and he's done all this stuff where he says, 
you can have her if you can afford her. Thanks. And like, he hasn't said, I love you. He says, thanks, hon. You spent 20 years of marriage, did the show, and now you're divorcing? Like, I'm confused. It's, I'm it's all very confusing. It seems shady. It's like, you don't know what to think. Yeah. Did you, you didn't watch her, the documentary, did you? I and mean, we talked um, about it in the last episode, the one that I, I did, only, uh, upload. I only watched part of it. I didn't watch all of it. So in it, they're both very much painted as the villains. And you just can't believe that that old man that you see on the show who's like, um, I want the jury to like me, you know, like you just can't believe that he would scam these people out of like millions of dollars to fund her music career and to buy his fucking private jets. But that's neither here nor there. I believe it a hundred percent that he would scam people because he's a rich person. So it's expensive to be her. It's expensive moving on. We see Crystal <laughs> and her cousin. She's gonna have the ladies over because they're gonna make dumplings. All of the girls arrive and Erica starts talking about the THC oil that Kyle gave her. She says she rubbed it all over her clit. She says she's feeling lit. I'm like, is that a thing? Like, what? What? I don't know. Erica tries to, like, come up with this persona, especially on her Instagram now. I'm like, calm down. You are not. Like, lady, calm down. Does your cop's son, is he okay with this? Oh, (laughs) let's talk about the son. We then see Crystal and... (laughs) Sutton have their conversation off to the side and Crystal says that she's try she's tired of the girls talking about it and she just wants to end it. You can kind of see Sutton get kind of triggered and get pissed off. She's like, well, bitch, if you don't want to fucking have them talk about it, then don't talk about it with them, but exactly. whatever. She says that it's better if they just clear the air with the rest of the ladies. So they go outside and they basically tell them what happened. Crystal says it's over. Sutton says, well, if it's over, then stop talking about it and it's just annoying because I feel like everyone's already right off the bat on Crystal's side and they're kind of just over yeah. Sutton. And yeah. she says, I don't understand why Sutton's bringing it up. I'm trying to do her a favor by shutting it down. Yeah. And it's like, do you like, she wants to talk about manic and delusional. I mean, come on now. Can I just say Kyle's fucking shady as hell because it's obvious that she's told Sutton like, it's not that big of a deal. Like I totally agree with you. But then in front of the other ladies, she's kind of like, She's like, yeah, like, um, none of us have talked about it, Sutton. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, girl, you are definitely, you are number one. And I cannot wait until your reckoning comes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're all waiting for that. But um, <laughs> they kind of just apologize. It's like, whatever, whatever. You, I can tell you now that it's not going to be over because, you know, I'm still waiting for the, your ugly leather pants comment. Like, yeah. I'm ready to see that fight. So it's not done. <laughs> that they're going to be friends eventually that's i don't see that happening they go inside they make their dumplings i actually find it super funny that kyle compares the dumplings to lisa's lips because they're both botched and all uh, wrinkly hey. um garcelle says that erica should meet the dating coach and erica i don't know it was maybe i'm just being extra i feel like she got real defensive and she's like now nah, i'm not feeling it i don't want to do it i'm not thinking about she's that like, i can't yeah, I was like, okay, Garcelle's just trying to be nice. She's trying to reach out to you. And I don't know, maybe Garcelle didn't take that way, but I was like, uh, bitch, back the fuck up. Because I was going to say, if we want to be vulgar real quick, do we think that they were fucking up until this divorce? Like, you no. get it up? Like, come on now. No, I'm pretty sure. No offense. Like, to me, it's like, I'm pretty sure she had her side pieces. Oh. And I'm pretty sure he was funding those side pieces. Oh, no. Ooh. That's the real tea. We need to wait for those those stories to come out. Those receipts, yeah. 
So Erica's not feeling it. She says something like, I'll just have anonymous sex, I think. Maybe I misheard her, but Yeah, she whatever. said that. And I was like, how? With escorts or what? Like, what are you talking Ooh, about? Love that for her. The episode ends with Erica saying that, I know they all want to be supportive, but there are so many things that they... Like, this whole... She, I, I feel like she's acting like this is a scene in a movie. Yeah. Like... I'm telling you, she's know. very produced. Very produced so because fake. she's trying to make it seem like, like, oh, I didn't divorce him because of that. Like, But... I think her way too, she's just trying to make him seem more guilty because I think she's just trying to make sure she gets out of this scot-free. Like, she's good. She's innocent, you know? Which from the tweets that I've seen, I don't think that's going to happen. I think she's going to get some jail time. I hope. Something's coming. (laughs) Something's coming. (laughs) But that wraps up Beverly Hills. Next week, we see, just I want this to happen already so we can get it over with. We mm-hmm. see Lisa talk to Erica about, yeah, my daughter's linked up with someone named Scott. Dis-. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. There we go. Fake storylines. Here we come. Little pedophile ass. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. We also but see we, we also see something kind of lose it. And she's like, bitch, you don't want to see me when I'm angry. And this is what I live for. I want to see something become unhinged. I want her to pop off. At that point, I would have been popped off. I don't understand how she has the patience, the tolerance for her bullshit. Maybe I'm being extra. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. I love Sutton. (laughs) Wrapping this episode up of our recaps. um, It feels like I've been doing this for 24 hours. Um, We're going to talk about All-Star 6 Episode 2. So the episode starts off, Rue comes in and tells them that they're having a ball. They're going to be doing the blue ball, time for fashion, time for looks. The three categories are blue better work, which is a blue collar job look, blue jean baby, which is a denim look, and then the blue ball bonanza, which is um, an outfit made out of unconventional items. Yeah. We see Jiggly. She's feeling the pressure. She's like, I don't know how to make shit. This is going wrong. I'm screwed. Raja says she loves to sew, but then she thinks back on her season and she thinks about how she went home during a challenge similar to that. So she's feeling nervous. Yada's not doing shit. This bitch, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front. She's laughing, kicking, walking Literally. around. I said, bitch, what are you doing? Get to work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. no surprise later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this just me? Like, she was being cocky, and I don't like that. Yeah. Shit. Like, come on now. She was. I was like, um sweetie you should worry even though you were on the top you should still worry i definitely would have been like trinity in her confessional trinity's not having it she's like why is this bitch doing this she's fucking why is she laughing why is she walking around bitch get your shit together but we'll see how we'll see what happens eureka says she's feeling all right she wants to be more than just comedy she wants to create fashion which i can understand because let's be honest in most cases the looks that are well received by the audience or even by the judges the looks that are considered iconic tend to be worn by skinny girls. And I feel like yeah. that's that's a problem that it's not really mentioned or not really talked about. Um, Rue talks to Jiggly and says that she's kind of changed. There's an ease to her. She's a bit mm-hmm. more mature. And they reminisce about her horrible looks in the past. And she jinx herself is what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, she was like, I, I mean, I'd probably be the same. Like, I don't know how to sew. But it's yeah. like, you know, you're going to go on the show and you're going to have at least one challenge where you have to sew. So like, why wouldn't you practice? Yeah. Anyways, the last talk that we see is Rue talking to Raja and they talk about her big, bold, bitchy personality. And Raja says she's done some self-reflection. She's changed. 
she feels like she let her insecurities get the best of her in her season but now she's changed and she's gonna do great um spoiler alert she does she does great she wins the episode love that queen they then start talking about strategy and they're like well i have friends but i'm gonna be cutthroat but i want to be respected i want to be this if you were in the same atmosphere in the same environment how would you play the game um i don't know well like the season 11 bitches i would definitely i don't know play it safe because it's like you know you have three other girls in there so it's like you don't want to be seen you don't want to be seen as the person that sent her friends from her season home because you're going to look like a doubles like face two-faced hoe yeah. you know but then sometimes i'm like um but if you're the only one from your season and you're an older queen or something i think about it two ways if i was an older queen i'd have to be cutthroat because <laughs> these girls are from a new era exactly if i was like one of the like a younger queen i'd still be cutthroat but like i'd be a little bit safe about it like i'd be like oh um do you need help me sabotaging everybody <laughs> um do you need help oh you need you need help sewing jiggly Okay, I'll help you. Yeah, I love that. So you, what you're saying is you wouldn't mind being a villain, basically. Yes, I wouldn't mind being a villain, but I feel like me, myself, like if that actually happened, I would not be the villain, you guys. I'd be the <laughs> nice girl that's like walked all over. I'm terrible. Yikes. We then get to the ball. You guys, there's like fucking 30-something looks. I'm not going to go down oh every single God. one. I'm just going to talk about my favorites. So the first... One of my favorites for the blue collar look is Eureka. Eureka dressed up as this crossing guard. I think it was funny. It was camp. It was well constructed. Yeah. Do you remember any of these looks? Um, I just remembered the bottom ones because they were like jigglies. I'm sorry. Those are going to be engraved in my mind for the rest of my life. They were so terrible. I liked Raja's. Obviously, I knew Raja was going to win because I was like, all her looks are just nice. Like, not even nice. They kind of reminded me like, I don't have anything to compare to compare it to but like it seemed like Raja she was doubting herself but it's like look what you turned out look yeah. what you look what you made um fuck who else someone had like this really nice none of the blue color ones really I was like none of you none of you like what None of y'all's looks made sense. What, do you think it's because it's the category? Because you think it's just the looks themselves? You think somebody else? I think it was the looks themselves. Like, there was one. The only one that I didn't really get was someone was trying. It was uh, it was the person after um, Ginger Eureka. I don't remember which one. Was, was it Jan? It was probably Jan. Who was the one that, like, tried to seem like they were, like, the mechanic, but what like oh was it was it akiria the one that had her arm stuck in the thing or was it i can't i don't know what you're talking about. i don't think it was akira i don't think it was akira it was one of the white queens it was whoever was after um who was the crossing guard because pandora was a lunch lady uh scarlet was scarlet was the one who wore blades that one didn't really make sense to me yeah that one didn't make sense to me but there was someone who was trying to be who said like in their confessional, they were like, oh, I'm a mechanic. And I was like, that is not a mechanic look. I'm like, are you talking about Yada? Yada didn't have anything mechanic. It was probably Yada, but it was somebody. It was after whoever did the crossing guard look. And I was like. Because there was like mechanic. four crossing guards look, bitch. Like It was so many. I was like, um, I'm sorry. Do you guys, like, do you guys not talk about your looks in the workroom? Like, 
am I stupid or is that not what the moment's for? Because y'all were all crossing guards. Yeah, it was just, it was in the greatest category. The next one we have Blue Jean Baby, which my favorites were definitely had to be Raja's. It was very Michael Jackson, Mary J. Blige. It is, yes, yes, yes. And then we have uh, Kylie Sonique, her Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, the trans color bandana. It was iconic. I think I can say it was iconic. I liked it. I don't know. Just because Kylie Sonique reminds me of, and I'm pretty sure that's where she got her name, uh, Kylie Minogue, Minogue, Minogue. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's where she got her name, most likely. But anyway, <laughs> keep going. And then for the last category, we have Blue Ball Bonanza. And I, again, <laughs> Rogers is my favorite. It was well-constructed. I'm going to go ahead and call Shade. Why was Scarlett not in the top? She had this big blue gown. It was very rich, white hey. woman. It was opulent. And then Yara's look was also great, except I didn't like the stringy side things. I don't know. I hate to say it, but why do I feel like Scarlett is going to be one of the, like, um, and I'm sure there's one every season, like a queen like Denali, who's like, who turns it out like every episode and they're just going to be glossed over. Glossed over. I knew it. That's what I said. I said, after the first episode, after the second episode, I feel like she's going to get glossed over. Hopefully they don't do her dirty. We'll just have to wait and see. Same. Okay. We then have the critiques. Raja gets good feedback, lots of praise. Kylie did well, well put together. Eureka brought the fashion, the humor, great job. And then the ones who didn't do so great, Jiggly, they felt like it pro- progressively it's got worse. Akira, she didn't really stand out. It was overall just meh. And then Yara, the construction worker made no sense. They said, you pulled out your tits yeah. again. You can't keep using that. This is the third time we've seen them. Yes. I was like, um, that's why I asked you if that, like, the the big tits was, like, uh, um, like a signature thing, signature move of hers. Because I was, like, very confused that in both episodes it happened. And I was like, I'm like, okay. maybe she's trying to make it a thing, but it was never a thing. <laughs> it was funny the first time. <laughs> Not anymore. The second, the third time. We get it, bitch. We get it. Raj <laughs> is the top all-star of the week. Do you agree? Yes. And, and Raj just should have gotten in the top last week exactly we then see kylie eureka and akira be declared safe and the bottom two are jiggly and yada i mean i feel like we kind of saw this coming mm-hmm. predictable simple yeah. whatever uh, so pissed yeah the queens go backstage it's time for untucked yada's fucking livid she's like i don't even want to talk to raja this is bullshit i'm not fake i don't like to kiss ass jiggly's devastated mm-hmm. she doesn't want to go home trinity isn't buying it she's like this bitch yada keeps saying she's not fake she's not fake and she's like well bitch are you real <laughs> like i'm sorry i'm relating exactly. to trinity a lot i feel like she's the only one who's calling out the bullshit what did you think of them in the untug trying to fight or lack their fight for their lives i was like yada you're um you're lucky um raja can't read your energy like your bad energy right now because <laughs> if she knew that you weren't gonna kiss up to her like you were saying i'm not gonna kiss up to this bitch she would you would have been the one to send home for her like they would have had to be a tiebreaker <laughs> yeah very very much so um so they they get ready whatever it's time for the lip sync it's revealed that brooklyn heights is a lip, lip sync assassin and Funny enough, so she hosts Canada's Drag Race. She was on okay. season 11 with the rest of those bitches. She got final two. She got second place. She lost, whatever. Um, I honestly didn't think she was going to turn it as much as she turned it. I think this was a great lip sync. I don't know. It maybe was. Me. So they they, did, they dance and uh, lip sync to Janet Jackson's 
Miss you much. Do you think, spoiler alert, it ended in a tie. Do you think that deserved to be a tie? I feel like Brooklyn was doing a little more. But Raja was good. But I was like, Brooklyn did a lot more. Like, she caught my attention a lot more. But I was like, maybe they just didn't want two assassins to win two weeks in a row. I don't know if they'd done that before. Really? I, I think Raja, I think Raja. I think Raja really? did better. I don't know. Maybe because I just like Raja more. But okay. Okay. Hey, like, fuck Brooklyn. It is what it is. <laughs> so they yeah. Rue declares it a tie. Raja still goes ahead and takes the money. So she gets a total of $20,000. Imagine that. Live singing to a song and getting $20,000. Beautiful. Love that. You <laughs> could feel them both fight. Like the energy was there. Whatever. Bottom two go mm-hmm. on stage. Rue's like, one of you bitches or both of you bitches might go home. What's up? <laughs> both of Raja chooses Jiggly. Then it's revealed that the group chooses Jiggly. Jiggly sent home. Did you see this coming? Do you think it was rightfully so? Yeah, I just, um, I think everybody just likes Yana's energy a little bit more, except the Trinity. But I was like, I just kind of feel bad for Jiggly. I think the people, they were just like, Jiggly, I'm sorry, even though like we don't see his competition, it's like that's why. Like <laughs> we're not just go home. I felt uh, kind of bad. Like I felt so bad because Jiggly wanted that second chance, but maybe soon you'll get who knows. I mean, one hour later we see that Jiggly gets yeah. the bell and it's not over yet. The same thing with Serena. She's like, it's not over yet. It's a game within a game. You can still come back. I'm waiting to see what this whole big ordeal is, the game game within a game. Me too. And yeah. Thoughts on that. Jiggly goes home. We had who Serena go home. If you had to predict, who do you see in the bottom next week? Um, if Yada keeps up this bad attitude, yeah. <laughs> okay. This hoe. Um, honestly, at this point right now, they're all still blending together for me. So it's like I can't really pinpoint who might be the weakest. Um, because I could pinpoint that Jiggly was the weakest. I can maybe see Pandora being in the bottom pretty soon like I can't see Pandora getting far just because again she's older and older queens I hate to like stereotype but it's like older queens might not have as big of a chance as the other queens because they're new they're younger and they're gonna know more like trends or they're gonna know how to like show themselves a little bit more yeah like like just adapt better and like yeah show themselves Yara, I can see them in the bottom pretty soon. I can see Raja being like top every week at least, or safe. <laughs> I love that. Besides Raja, is there anyone else that stands out that you feel like is going to do well? Or you're like, bitch, it's all blurred to me. They're all just. Uh, no, I like Ginger. I like Ginger Minks just because she. I don't know. She just seems fun. The past two episodes, I mean, this last episode, um, mostly because of their confessionals. That's why I like Ginger, but. In queen form, I'm like they kind of blend in with everybody, which kind yeah, of yeah. A lot of a lot of the fans on Twitter were kind of upset uh, with Jan. Not upset with her; they were upset with the producers. They felt like Jan should have won yeah. the, the challenge. People okay. were saying Jan is not is being glossed over. She's not getting enough attention. Personally, I'm like whatever. I'm not like a huge fan, but hey, people like what they like. Yeah, Jan and Scarlett are both reminding me like they're just there, but I feel like Scarlett more like she's being glossed over as opposed to Jan. It's just because. She's just in a room full of queens who kind of outshine her. I hate to say that, but mm. it is what it is. But um, that wraps up this recap episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, it made sense. I feel like I'm like low energy, low energy, and like 
you guys need to understand it's 9 p.m. right now. We're both dying of heat. Luis is a trooper <laughs> because he always waits for me to get off work at least. Next week, he's not going to have to wait for me to get off work. <laughs> We're just going to have a good time next week. Hopefully, good high time, energy. good time. But um, yeah, hopefully you guys follow us. Keep up with us. Stay tuned. And yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.